Hey, what's up, guys? This is Glenn. This podcast is intended for adult audiences only. So let's let's be responsible adults everywhere. And if you get easily offended, this podcast is not for you. You should probably go watch Mr. Rogers or something. Okay, cool. Good talk. Bye. Hey guys, what's going on? This is Glenn. Like you didn't know, you're listening to the Glenn Thanks Stuff podcast. I always introduce myself and I always am like, hey, this is Glenn. Man, welcome to the Glenn Thanks Stuff podcast. But you know what you're listening to. And if you're listening to this and you're new, you probably assume that my name is Glenn. Like, hey, this is Matt and thanks for listening to the Glenn Thanks Stuff podcast. Uh, but if you're new, welcome. Thanks for checking me out on my podcast. I just like to talk about things that I think about and to, like tell you about them like through my voice words. So before I get into today's podcast, and I actually just released the podcast, but I just am chomping at the bit because I'm overflowing with things to, to talk about and I want to move on and think about new things. So I need to get the, I need to flush the old system is what I need to do. And so that's what I, that's what I'm doing right now. Like the X lacks of my brain is this podcast. So, or the result of the X lacks is this podcast. Anywho, brain excrement. Anywho, before I get into the podcast, I want to tell you about this lady that I read a news article about probably about a week ago. It was a story that happened, I think it was in Tennessee. I think it was in Tennessee. I think Knoxville. I don't think it was Nashville. I think it was Knoxville, Tennessee, right? There was this lady that worked at a gas station, like maybe a Circle K or something like that. And what she did was she got arrested for tampering with lottery tickets. And what she was doing was she was taking lottery tickets out of the little display case that they have at the counter. And she was like, it said in the article, and this made me laugh, she was slightly scratching the tickets. Like slightly scratching at the winner's box to see if they were winning tickets. Well... If she lost, if the tickets were losers, she'd put them back in the case and she'd mix them in and sell them to unsuspecting customers. And I mean, somebody, somebody turned her in because a customer was like, some lady scratching, scratching my lottery tickets, you know, after they bought some. And uh, so she got arrested. And I was just thinking when I read that, when I read slightly scratched, like, I just was like, that is not something that was really thought through before it happened. That was more like desperate, desperate, you know what I mean? For money or whatever. That's the only reason that I could think, you know, that she would do it was because she, she wanted the money. But, well, I guess that's the only reason you would do it. Idiot, Glenn, you're an idiot. Glenn is an idiot podcast. But... So I was thinking about that and I was like, you know, there's a lot of things in life that people don't think all the way through before they do them. And one of the things that I thought about was being a bank robber. Now, some bank robbers in movies, I'm not talking about people that think things out well and get away with things. Because typically, I mean, I know there are bank robbers that get away with robbing banks, but I think that typically... It's a spur-of-the-moment desperation type thing, and the people don't think it out very good, you know, with all the little 
buttons that they have in the bank and all the cameras like that is just not something that you think out very well i don't think that that most probably 90 something percent at least 90 percent of bank robbers i don't think that that's well thought out i think that they're sitting out front you know high on meth and they're like i'm gonna do it so that's one thing i thought about you know and while i'm on the topic of meth i think that smoking meth for the first time people that that smoke meth the first time that they try it i don't think that they've played that tape all the way through in their head you know i just don't uh what's another one i got here da, 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 da. oh getting married getting married is not something that people think all the way through they don't they don't and i just threw that in there to aggravate all the married people <laughs> I'm just picking. I'm just, I know you're in love. But the other half of my audience is nodding their head in agreement with me right now. So, so there's that. The last thing that I'm going to mention before I get into my podcast and actually start talking about things of substance um, is pushing the butter button over your popcorn at the movies. I don't think that, well, I know for me, I don't think that all the way through before I do it. I don't think about the repercussions because it's basically, it's not butter. It's like internal lube is what it is. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you either have not had the butter on the popcorn at the movies or you have not put as much as I at the, at the movies on your popcorn. Or maybe you don't just have as sensitive as a situation as I do. Maybe it's just a sensitive situation that I have going on in my intestines. But anyway, that's a few funny things that I thought about. And then it kind of made me chuckle when I read Lightly Scratched. So let's just go ahead and start this deal. All right, guys and gals, I'll just go ahead and jump into the podcast and tell you what I want to tell you and just get it over with. We'll just rip the Band-Aid off is what we'll do right now. So I was thinking about this morning a story, and I was like, oh, i got to tell this on the podcast. And it's a story about the first time that I ever questioned my parents' judgment, right? And so I was probably about nine years old. If I wasn't nine years old, I was nine-ish. I was close to nine years old when this happened. So my parents took me to Sunday school at my grandma's church, right? And I was in Sunday school, and I remember the Sunday school teacher reading us the story out of, like, the Old Testament, I think, and the Bible. And while they were reading the story, the word circumcision came up, right? And so I immediately was like, I don't know what circumcision is. I want to know what circumcision is. And so I asked the Sunday school teacher what's circumcision, you know, what, what even is that? And I remember the awkward exchange on the part of the Sunday school teacher. I didn't feel awkward at all because I was just a kid and I didn't know, you know, I didn't know what it was, but I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like a Sunday school lesson about today, boys and girls, we're going to learn what circumcision is. It was just a word that they read really fast and probably didn't bank on a kid raising their hands and being like, you know, what's up with circumcision? 
But I was that kid. I wanted to know what it was because I didn't know what it was. And so, you know, they were probably like, oh, good Lord, I don't make enough money to, you know, answer questions to children about circumcision. And uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they make any money. But um, so they explained to me what circumcision was, you know, and I didn't really understand what it was. But I, I remember sitting there. I remember where I was sitting exactly. I remember sitting there and feeling this rage start to come up inside of me, right? Like, you know, this is messed up. You know, my parents did this to me because I think that I asked, did, did people still get circumcised? And so I was like, you know, my parents did this to me and, you know, we, we have a problem, you know, and that is the first time I remember, I remembered this morning, the emotion that came up in me as a kid, you know, I had a real problem. I had beef with my parents when I found out what circumcision was. And so I remember, I'm, I'm sure it was that same day. I remember confronting both of them, you know, and you know, I, I felt like, I felt like, are you out of your mind? You know? And so I confronted them and I was like, is this true? You know, like, is there truth to this? And, you know, obviously most of it's gone. Why would you cut most of it off? <laughs> you know, why would you do this to me? You know? And, you know, I, it was probably, I, I know it was the first time that I doubted them and, and really got that angry at them because I was like, you know, what's up with this? This is just messed up that you would even do this to me. And, you know, why would you do this to me? You know, why? And they, I still remember the reason that I got as a little kid was, well, they do it for medical reasons now. You know, for medical reasons, that still didn't make sense in my head. You know, that you're going to cut cut most of what I got off for medical reasons. You know, that just didn't make sense in my head. And that's the awkward explanation that I got. But I just remembered that today. Like, I remember just being overwhelmed with, like, are you out of your mind? You know, what's wrong with grown-ups? And, you know, you look up to grown-ups your whole childhood and then you find out that, you know, they cut most of your penis off. You know, that's enough to make anybody question, you know, and be like, what's up with that? <laughs> so I thought I would share that little story with you today. That was fun. A trip down memory lane is what that was. But while we're on the topic of penises... While I'm talking about that, this, let me just go ahead and get all of the penis talk out of my system in this podcast. But this morning when I opened up my Twitter, I saw a, a tweet that uh, that one of the pretty ladies over at Our True Crime Podcast, uh, Cam, made. There's two. You should listen to them, Cam and Jen. They're pretty ladies. They have our True Crime podcast. It's a good podcast. You should totally listen to it. They're from my hometown, but um, or close to it, somewhere up around that area. But anyway, she posted this. Uh, it was like BBC article, I think. It was a news article, and it was about this guy that had been bitten in the penis by something called a red back spider. Right. And a redback spider, 
upon reading the article, because of, like, the picture in the article, it looked like a black widow spider, and, um, just like a stock photo of a black widow spider, but upon reading the article, I read that it was actually a redback spider, but that it's like a close relative of a black widow spider. It's pretty much the same thing, right? And this guy got bit in the penis by, and you might be like, well, dude, that's really not, you know, people might be bitten in the penis by spiders, you know, all the time, and it's really not that big of a story, you know, why is there a story about it? This was in Australia, by the way, I don't know if I said that. It was in the down under. I think my British accent, my Australian accent, like, everything sounds the same. I just sound kind of like a pirate, I think, when I do an accent. Every time I do an accent, I think that it's just, well, I could have been a pirate. Maybe I was a pirate in another life. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. I was probably like a Mad Hatter or, you know, like a, like the guy who drove the carriages around with the, with a hat, with a thing that sticks up. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Back to penis biting spiders. So this guy was on a job site in Australia and he got bit in the penis by this redback, right? This redback spider. And, you know, he was in a porta john, like a porta potty. Um, on a construction site. And then, like, I want to say five months later, he was using a porta potty again, and he got bit almost in the exact place again by a redback spider. So this happened to this dude twice within five months. And I saw this, and I was like, that guy is an idiot. Because if I got bit in a porta john by a black widow spider anywhere on my body, I would not use a porta john again. I would walk to where I would walk to the library. I would walk to, because if you're on a big construction site, there are probably, I mean, there's probably other stuff around. I would go to the convenience. I'd do whatever I had to do, you know, to not have that have like just not go into a porta john again. So the first thing I thought is this guy's just kind of an idiot. You know, even if you did go into the porta john, dude, why did you sit down? You know what I mean? Why did you sit down? He said they had just cleaned them or serviced them or done whatever they do. And so he thought it was safe and good to go in. And he said he checked the seat. But then after it bit him, he said he felt this horrible pain. And I guess a bunch of eggs had hatched and the and something like the mom came out or whatever and bit him. But I was just like, dude, that is just the craziest, stupidest thing that I've ever heard. Why would you, why would you do that? I would not, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. And I mean, he was, I, I know they have an anti, anti-venom for the spider. So no one's died since maybe the sixties. And it's a really common spider down in Australia. But, I mean, where I live, black widows are pretty common. And I just can't imagine, you know, going into a porta john again. Because, you know, he was like, well, they just cleaned it. Well, the people that clean porta johns, come on. You know, if I clean porta johns, if I get a job cleaning porta, porta johns, which I'm not above people that clean porta johns, because my mentality is a dollar doesn't care how you make it, right? Like, 
I'm not above doing any kind of work, but I just think about people that are like, my job is to clean porta johns day in and day out. I'm sure they're not down with a toothbrush. Well, let's make sure it's spotless. You know what I mean? They probably just pump it out for the most part and do a quick wipe down and, you know, on to the next one because it's what they have to do all day. You know? So I just thought that that was crazy. I thought that that was a wild, wild story. Bitten the old, bitten the old junk by a spider, eh? All right, before I go on any farther in my podcast, I actually don't have a promo today. I was just too lazy to attain one. But, I mean, I ran one yesterday. But, um, but anyway, so what I thought I would do today is I've done a, um, I've done a segment in the past that was like culture with Glenn, you know, where I try to redeem myself a little bit. And I've read Shakespeare before and uh, I just would give my thoughts about it. Well, actually, I started writing a poem and about a chimney sweep uh, earlier this week. And it just made me it made me laugh. So um, so this segment is called Culture with Glenn and... Listen to my poem about the chimney sweep. I am a lowly chimney sweep. I eat me fish and chips. My love, she labors same as I, with soot upon her tits. We plunge the dark and tubey hole until the sun shines through. When bats attack my love, she runs and hides inside the loo. But I love her and she loves me. We make a splendid team. We eat our shepherd's pie at night and listen to the queen. I'm talking about the musical group, not a queen. Oh, bother. Okay, I know what you're thinking. You're like, man, first handbells and now poetry. Is there anything that Glenn can't do? No, no, there's not. I'm good at everything that I put my hand to. <laughs> uh, and I'm the most humble person that you'll ever meet in your life. So uh, before I go on any farther today, I just want to say I'm going to shift gears a little bit. And I want to talk about something a little more serious today. So if you're not into the serious stuff, when I do that on this podcast, it won't hurt my feelings if you turn the podcast off now, but maybe you should stick around because it's not bad. It's not heavy. It's just something that everybody deals with, and it's something that I've talked about this week. I was talking to a really good friend of mine uh, this week about it, and so I've been thinking about it a lot, and um, it's something that I need to hear a lot and it's something that I've thought about a lot so I just wanted to share it with you today because I was like there's got to be somebody that this will help you know hearing this because if somebody's struggling then you know I got you I got you see Glenn thing stuff got you um so we all have struggles right and we all have things that don't work out in our lives it could be a job interview that for a job that you didn't end up getting it could be uh um a marriage that didn't work out, you know, it could apply. This can apply to a host of things in your life. Just things don't work out sometimes. Sometimes life just doesn't seem like it's fair, right? And it just is what it is, and we're all doing the best that we can, you know, and that's all that we can do. That's all anybody can do, right? So, you know, as I thought about that 
this week, I was thinking about a lot of things that I wanted to work out in my life, things that didn't work out. And I was thinking at the time, you really want this thing, right? You really want this thing to work out. It's like, oh, this is so huge. I want this to work out so bad. But when it didn't work out, in hindsight, in hindsight looking back, for most of that stuff that I was so emotionally invested in, you know, happening, but it just didn't happen, didn't pan out, you know, I look back and I'm like, well, I really dodged a bullet <laughs> there, you know, because if a door closes, there's always another door that will open. That's just how life works. And a lot of times, one of the reasons that I'm so laid back is because I know in the back of my head, and I actually tell myself, um, sometimes I tell myself that, you know, is this something that I'll really be worried about in a year? You know, in a year, will I even remember this, this huge, you know, this huge thing that's such a big deal to me right now? Will it really even matter in a year? And most of the time it's no. A lot of times in a week, it won't even matter or a month. You know what I mean? It'll, it'll just be off my radar, you know? So if it's really that big of a deal, then, you know, it, I totally would. It would still bother me, you know, but it doesn't because there's other opportunities and there's, you know, better things to come in life when things don't work out. You know, I would say the worst thing, and I'm not trying to teach anybody anything. I'm just talking about personal experience you know, and what I've experienced in life. And, you know, if you're feeling really down about something right now, like if they're not calling you back for a job that you applied for, um, or if, if a relationship didn't work out, whatever it is, you know, let me just be the first to tell you that life is full of that kind of stuff. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I shouldn't joke, but it's true, you know, but something that I learned is that I should not smoke emotional crack. And by smoke smoking emotional crack, if it's something that's like instant, like I don't have to work for it, it's probably really not worth having. You know what I mean? It's not worth having if it's something that's instant. And things that instantly gratify you don't last, right? They don't last. They usually don't work out, right? That's why... A lot of people that win the lottery, you know, don't, they go broke, they go bankrupt because it just doesn't, I mean, it doesn't mean that it wouldn't be awesome. It would be a good time. Let me tell you that much. But, um, also don't smoke real crack. That's also good life advice that you heard on Glenn Think Stuff podcast first. Don't smoke emotional crack. And don't smoke real crack either because it's bad for your body. So, so if anybody out there is going through anything, you know, if you're struggling in your life, just hang on. And it will get better. It, it, it will. Sometimes the only thing that needs to happen, you can try everything. And you just won't feel any better because uh, some disappointments are big and some struggles are big and some pain is really big, you know. And sometimes the only thing that helps is time going by, you know, time going by. And I know that sucks, but I always looked at it like this, right? When I've been going through bad spots in my life, right, after when I get to the end of a day, 
I'm like, you know, that is a day that I'll never have to go through again. I'll never have to struggle with the exact struggle that I did today, right? Or if I'm at the beginning of a new day and I've, I'm in a bad spot and I've been in bad places before with bad stuff going on in my life, then I'll say, you know, today I can get through today because... I'll never have to get through it again, you know, and I don't think that you should go through life with that mentality, right? I don't think that you should be like, you know, life is a daily checklist, like doing time, you know, like the old cartoons where you see people marking on the walls for the days they serve. Life shouldn't be about that. Life is beautiful. Life is a beautiful thing and it shouldn't be like that. But I'm just saying struggle is temporary. That's all it is. It is temporary. There is nothing worth losing yourself over, right? There's nothing, there's nothing that's worth losing yourself over because life is a precious gift and there's tough stuff, but everybody goes through tough stuff, right? Find somebody that has gone through what you've been through, you know, and you can find these people because rarely is there a struggle that I've been through that I don't personally know somebody that's been through the same thing that I could talk to. Right. And a lot of times when you're going through a struggle, this is how it has worked for me. This isn't always the case just because of people's personalities. But a lot of times you can tell if somebody's quick to offer you advice that you don't ask for, usually that person has not gone through what you're going through. If somebody is quick to listen and like empathize with you, then a lot of times those people are the people that have your back and maybe they have been through something similar because if they have empathy and sympathy for you, then, you know, they kind of feel your pain with you. And, you know, they're not just quick because it's easy to solve other people's problems, right? It's, it's so simple. Yet when you have them, it becomes difficult. But that's just something that was I've, I've been thinking about, you know, and I was like, dude, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. It's better than talking about suicide, right? That's right, Glenn. Don't be talking about that no more. I won't. Well, I won't today. I probably will again. But thank you guys for listening today. I really appreciate all the support and the love that I have gotten. If you would like to, you can go onto iTunes on your cellular telephone because a lot of people have iPhones these days. That's just what we have now. But you can go on iTunes and leave me a review and say, I love you so much. What would I do without you? I would be lost, Glenn, without you. You know, I'm just giving you, you know, ideas about what you could write. Or you can tell me that how horrible I am. It really doesn't matter either way. I'm just glad you listened this far into the podcast to hear me say this. So if you want to hear me talk about anything in particular, you can actually email me and say, Glenn, think about this. This is a future topic. And, um, I'll, I'll talk about what you want me to talk about after I think about it. You can email me at uh, stuff at yahoo.com stuff at yahoo.com and I'll get that cooking in the old noggin <laughs> who says that who says that thinking noggin nobody says that 
what's wrong with me? I forgot how to talk. What else do I need to tell you? Oh, you can follow me on Twitter. I have social media. This podcast is professional. I have one social media account. I don't have a website. I just don't. Because it was either create a website or watch TV. Uh, so I have Twitter. I have a Twitter account. You can follow me at Glenn Think Stuff, and I tweet stuff. And uh, yeah, you'll know when new episodes drop. But or you could just subscribe on your favorite pod catcher. But I think that's about it, guys. I appreciate you listening today. I hope that you have an awesome week, and I'll be back next week. Hopefully, I'll be back next week. We'll see. Most likely, more than likely, I'll probably be back. Yeah, I'll probably be back. All right, peace out, guys.